0: What up, what up? What up? good morning, everyone. This is the Chris Asbrock show, and I am Chris Asbrock. I wanna thank you very much for tuning in here to start off your lovely week hopefully uh, this is kind of a uh, a piggyback off of the last episode I did where I had recapped the bengals uh you know first three rounds of the draft. um now I'm gonna kind of just kind of go over everything here. In terms of the the total draft and 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 what was done Um, as we know the Bengals you know if you look at everything you know in whole they did a you know what most people are saying just a fantastic job of addressing everything in this draft so that's kind of what you know at least that's the consensus around uh, the country is you know that you know how great of a job they did you know and you know and attacking the needs and, and getting everything that, you know, that they do need. Um, obviously, in round one, they took uh, Jonah Williams. The, like I said, the Pittsburgh Steelers had, they had thrown a wrench in everything when they traded up with the Denver Broncos to take Devin Bush. Uh, exactly the pick ahead of the Bengals, which, you know, the Bengals, there was a lot of, you know, the Bengals were, you know, they were pretty much slotted to take Devin Bush uh, to lead their, you know, their linebacking core. Uh, obviously, with the Steelers, they traded up with the Broncos and were able to snag Devin Bush uh, right out from under the right out from under them there. Again, uh, that seems to be payback for the William Jackson, uh, you know, deal that the Bengals had made right before the, you know, right before the Steelers were going to pick him. The Bengals snagged William Jackson in. So it kind of seems a little bit of payback there, but also, like I said, the the Steelers they did need to address a need, and they did in terms of uh, Devin Bush. So, you know, that would have been a very interesting situation had the Bengals not, or had the Steelers not drafted Devin Bush. What the Bengals would have done, obviously, Jonah Williams is, you know, at the time he was the top, you know. He was the top offensive lineman in the draft, and the Bengals obviously snagged a good one. Uh, but it would have been interesting to see what the Bengals would have done had both Bush and uh, Jenna Williams been there at that time. Uh, that would have been the interesting part of it all. I I still think they would have gone after Jenna Williams, but I, I've i got a feeling I, I'm wrong on that one. Uh, it seems like you know the Bengals would have uh, gone after Devin Bush, and that seems to be what I'm hearing a lot from people now. Is that they would have gone and they would have go ahead and, and taken Devin Bush, which would have been, you know, you, that would have been a, a great pick as well. So obviously you can't go wrong there. Um, but then obviously with the second pick, uh, they you know they they kind of reached a little bit and took Drew Sample, uh, the tight end out of Washington. But you know overall. I, I still think it's a great pick um, if that's who they want. That's the only reason I say that. It was a great pick in terms of uh, we would have, you know, he feels a, a tight end need, a blocking tight end need. Uh, but I feel you could have got him, you know, a few rounds later. But, you know, again, it's a great pick if that's that's the guy you want and, you know, you look at it that way. Uh, obviously the third pick in the, uh, the third round there was uh, Jermaine Pratt, linebacker uh, at North Carolina State. Again, I think he's going to step in and fill a need immediately. Uh they drafted or they not drafted up. They um, Bengals traded up, which is something we're not used to seeing. You know, they traded up and snagged Ryan Finley, quarterback from North Carolina State in the fourth round, and a lot of people are comparing him to. They've got some of the intangibles of of Andy Dalton. They do like that. Uh, he was one of uh, two players. Or two quarterbacks that the Bengals had brought in for a visit, uh, so they had really they had liked Ryan Finley right from the get go, uh, and they got their quarterback. So the best part is Andy Dalton's under contract for the next two years, so this is a guy who can now sit back, and he doesn't have to be thrust in to the starting position right away. Um, you know he can kind of uh, he can sit back, soak it all in, and, and go from there. So that's a that's why I like this pick. Um, you know, they were obviously unable to get Will Greer, who a lot of people really thought the Bengals would end up getting. So this is a quarterback in terms of that, they can, like I said, they can sit back and let him let him mature under uh you know in the system and under Andy Dalton for the next couple years and, and then go from there. So that's a uh it's a great move by the Bengals to get a uh to get what seems to be a, a solid quarterback. So we'll see how that'll turn out. Uh, then they were able to uh, to get uh, Rennell Wren, a defensive tackle out of Arizona State. Uh, they did get him in the fourth round as well, so that again will fill a that'll fill another need. You know, just kind of a, a nice depth move. Uh, Wren, he's a, he's a solid player. That'll be interesting. Uh, the Bengals did just cut ties with Adolphus Washington. Uh, that happened last week. So with that being the case now, Wren, you know he he he'll, you know, he'll step in and be a nice depth player, nice rotation player. Hopefully that's at least that's what he's obviously going to be shooting for. Uh, the Bengals then again went offensive line in the fourth round. They traded up to get Michael Jordan. He's a guard out of Ohio State. Another great uh, a great solid pickup. Uh, this is a good move. They're doing a great job of like I said of filling needs on the offensive line. They did a good job, Michael Jordan. He's he he's versatile. He can you know he can fill in you know in a couple different positions. I don't think he's going to be a starter day one, uh, but he's going to certainly compete for a spot on the on the line. You know to start day one, so uh, he can he can fill in numerous positions. So uh, again, a, a great job by the Bengals coaching staff in snagging uh, Michael Jordan again out of Ohio State. Uh, then they snagged uh, Travion Williams because uh, the Bengals did not have a pick in the fifth round. They did trade out of that, uh, but they did have you know. Well, like the big joke was they had you know 47 picks in the sixth round. Uh, they were part. They made, did make a few of those deals to, or used a uh, you know a handful of those picks to move up in uh, in the fourth rounds there, and those were the picks where they got Finley and Jordan. Um, with the 180 second pick overall in the sixth round here uh they got uh Travion Williams out of Texas A&M uh Travion Williams is a he's a solid running back you know you can get a I I believe you can always get a a a solid running back in you know in the later rounds and that's what they did here Uh, a lot of people are calling this one a steal so you know this is you know this is a it's a solid move um I, I think you know you're gonna have a move like this kind of it looks like it could spell you know spell out the end of giovanni bernard here once his contract is over with uh that's what this kind of move uh at least symbolizes to me in my eyes i i see them moving away from you know giovanni bernard eventually um that's just how i That's just kind of what it looks like right now at this point in time uh you never know um you know, with Mark Walton getting canned uh, due to his you know ridiculous actions, you know, and down in Florida, uh, the Bengals obviously cut ties with Mark Walton, which was to be expected. Uh, to round out, um, they had two more picks in the sixth round. They uh, did address linebacker again; that was Deshaun Davis, and then they did snag another running back, Rodney Anderson. Uh, that just seemed to be kind of a another another depth move there. To round out the the Bengals draft overall, they uh, they snagged Jordan Brown. He's a cornerback. Uh, they got him in the seventh round. He was the 223rd pick overall. Uh, Bengals really did not have any needs in the secondary. They had, uh, you know, they they were able to, you know, sign a you know sign a few guys, you know, this year, uh, you know, this offseason. So you know that really it kind of played out well for him. Uh, so, you know, so with that being the case, the Bengals obviously did not have a, a real major need in the secondary. So they were just kind of able to uh to take whoever uh, they could, and that's kind of what they did here. So um overall the Bengals, you know, had you know what I what I would say is a is a solid uh, a solid draft. I think they did a, a great job here. And you know, you have to be excited. Uh, Mel Kuiper gave the Bengals an a minus and you know it's they were one of only five teams to get either an a or an a minus um, you know an a or a minus great overall for their draft uh, that's huge I, I think the Bengals did a great job and I, we were kind of wondering exactly what was going be what was going to be going on you know after the you know that drew sample pick in the second round. everyone was kind of trying to figure out what the heck the Bengals were doing. Uh, I know I know it was kind of it was to the point where, you know, a lot of people were extremely upset and you know obviously how this fan base is very, very fickle. You know, they were you know, a lot of people were like just you know, I'm done with the Bengals, you know, they're gonna draft the six round tight end, the second round. But overall, you know I, I mean it this was you know it was. It was a solid draft for this team and, and they did a great job of of going after the needs that they had. And you know, making moves to to get the guys that they you know they felt would fill those needs, and you know it's looking good here moving forward. Um, I still feel that you know this team is, you know they've got they've got the potential to uh, to make some noise moving forward. Uh, I you know like I said, this team was a four and one team, uh, you know before the injuries last year. So that's something to uh, to expect again this year. I think they have a lot of talent. And now you've got guys who can, you know, step up and fill in. I I still think, you know, the Jonah Williams pick, a lot of people are saying he's going to be a perennial pro bowler and even possibly a Hall of Famer. That's the words that I've, you know, that I've seen and heard, uh, which obviously is very, very, very high praise uh, for a player. So you don't want to really get, you know, too far ahead of yourself on that. But, you know, in terms of of a player, they they got a really good one. Uh, I, I still think it's going to be... Uh, I, I still think Drew Sample. I just based off of his position and, the, and what they're going to be looking for. I still think you know he might be a starter day one, and just in terms of how they go about uh, using him, you know, as a you know like a second or third tight in based off of the the scheme and the and the run game and everything like that. That's the only reason I say he's going to be a starter. And then uh, Jermaine Pratt, I think Jermaine Pratt steps in. I said it, I believe, in my last podcast where I think he steps right on in. And I think he, he could be a, a major key this year, you know, moving forward and, you know, and, and running our linebacking core. Uh, I still think the Bengals could have done a better job in getting linebacker depth. There was a lot of linebackers, like not star linebackers, but solid linebackers early on. Uh, that I believe the Bengals did pass over, uh, you know, and obviously to get a guy like Drew Sample, which they could have, you know, got later on in the draft, uh, you know, to, to compliment Jermaine Pratt uh, moving forward in, in this defense in, in 2019. Uh, that's the, you know, other than that, I think that was really the only, only problem that I saw with this draft. Uh, they, they, got a, they got a serviceable quarterback who I think is going to, who has the potential to be good, uh, or really good, I should say, and, you know, it's just and somebody we don't need to, to put in immediately. That's, that's huge. You've, like I said, you've got Dalton for two years. You don't really need to, you know, to thrust him in there right from the get-go. He can sit back, soak in the system. Uh, learn. We've got, you know, a couple of guys who have certainly done a great job in handling quarterbacks. Um, I've heard, I, I think I've heard uh, Jared Goff-Light was the comparison to uh, Ryan Finley, so that one kind of made me kind of made me chuckle. But yeah, Jared Goff light is was the comparison that I heard as well too. So I don't know if that's the case. That's good because obviously Zach Taylor uh, worked with Jared Goff. You know, well, you know, while he was at uh, in Los Angeles. So if that's you know if that's how you know they feel and, and they they want to look at it moving forward, then you know this is you know who are we to say you know this was you know rough. Uh, I still. I like it. I like where we're headed. It's obviously going to, you know, if you look at what's been done and how they're moving forward, this is going to be a, uh, St. L- or a St. Louis Rams. It's going to be a, a Los Angeles Rams offense. to where they're going to be running the football. Um, a You know, some screens and and uh, swing passes out of the backfield the screens to the wide receivers. Um, you know, there's guys that we have – there's a lot of skill guys we have on this on this team, that you get the ball in their hands, they can make plays, and that's what you got to do. You got to get your skill players the ball and let them do their thing, and that's what I think you're going to see a lot more of. Uh, Joe Mixon was the leading rusher in the AFC last year. Uh, he's got to get the ball more. Uh, now he gets to run behind a a pretty a pretty damn good offensive line here now. That you know are going to be able to uh that should be able to you know to really do uh do a good job in opening up some lanes for uh, for Joe Mixon. So um overall, I'm going to give them an A minus as well. Uh I think they could have had an A plus like I said if they if they addressed the um the linebacker need maybe in the second round as opposed to Drew Sample. But you know, I, I can't, I, I can't, I can't crap on them for it. They had a great, great draft, I believe. Uh, one that I think you're going to see really blossom. You know, and, and these guys really develop, and you know, under under Zach Taylor and this coaching staff. Uh, which again, we all we all don't know what's going to be going on with them. You know, none of these guys have, you know, really been. You know, they've been coaches, but you know, under Zach Taylor's never been a head coach, so that's interesting. But we'll see. You know, we'll see how it goes here. This is going to be an interesting, uh, an interesting time here in Cincinnati. You cannot wait for, uh, you know, for, you know, the rookie minicamp and everything like that to get these guys in here and, and under uh, Zach Taylor to see what he can do with some of these guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be a good season. I truly believe that. You know, this team is, uh, you know, they're set up for, for what I believe some success. I, I think, I think them in the. Uh, And the Cleveland Browns are going to be interesting teams to watch uh, moving forward. And, uh, again, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, that's all you can do. It's, you know, draft picks are, you know, we always looked at them as as gold in this franchise. and, And, which, you know, while that's great, you don't necessarily have to, you know, have to hold on to them for that reason, you know, just because you can use them as trade chips. And moving forward, and that's what the Bengals have done, and that's what—that's the beauty of it. They've, you know, this is a completely different mentality of this franchise now, and that's something we're not used to seeing. And and a lot of people, I still think, you know, we're gonna always say, "Oh, well, Mike Brown still owns this team." And I've, I've, I've said it's on blue in the face. It's this is a completely different franchise than what we've seen in the past. Completely different. It's not. It's not what people will criticize and crap on it's completely different and if those people think that you know they you know by saying that they're they're right they're just flat out wrong they're not even close they don't know they're just trying to uh, you know trying to sound cool when they when they say something like that because it's it's completely and utterly false so but overall again a great draft by the or by the Cincinnati Bengals uh, it's gonna be interesting like I said moving forward and we shall see. You know, how they, you know, how they look here moving forward in, in the preseason and, and going into the uh, 2019 regular season that first week in Seattle. So it's going to be a lot of fun, folks. Uh, you know, just sit back and enjoy it. It's Because, like I said, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, other than that, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in once again. Uh, much appreciated. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Asbrock. And, again, you can – I mean, feel free to, you know, to contact me on on Twitter and, you know, we can, I love chatting it up and, and, you know, discussing sports and everything like that. So, uh, again, thank you guys as always and have yourselves a fantastic rest of your week. Have a good one and bye.